Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's, let's go. go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters. Put in the stake in the shower, break up and big power, hour. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound as episode 465, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Happy New Year, Big underscore Bane. Happy New Year to you, Breaker. 2023, the yeah, 2023, the year of Bane. So you know, it, it, we're off to a good start. <laughs> we're off to a good start. It That's, might just be the first, but we're off to a good start this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are definitely in that uh, New Year's mode, man. You got any New Year's resolutions? Uh, you no, know, no. I mean, do you, do you like New Year's resolutions? Do you think it's a stupid idea? I, so I don't think it's stupid idea. To, I, I feel like it's something we talked about before. I, oh, it's definitely something we talked about. Before. Right, but like, I I don't think it's a bad idea to have goals. Right, but like, but you also I think it needs to be stuff like you know you're gonna do attainable, attainable goals. Like and make them simpler. Like I, I feel like instead of just like I'm a, gonna write a novel. Like no, right. You're like not, instead but. of instead of just a blanket like like I want to drop all the weight, like I want to get skinny again. Like maybe, maybe, maybe say like, uh, I want to drop 10 pounds. Yeah. Or I want to just, I want to get in the habit of working out daily. I want to eat right. better most of the time. Right. I want to, like I want to include a little bit more greens into my diet. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't think, think that's wrong. I think it just, what it is is like, there's a new year's resolution and sometimes it's things beyond your control. Right. I want that promotion at work. Well, that's not, your, you can't control you that. You don't yeah. decide if you get the promotion or not. And yeah. So it's, I, 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 but I, I think it's always good to want better for yourself. And I think it's yeah. always good to, um, want a better life in general. But I think it's, I think it's just, uh, important to start with baby steps. Oh you yeah. Know, like just take it one, one step, at a, I'm a one step at a time kind of guy, you know? You, right. Not, not a big leaper, you know? I like to. Not making that quantum leap, huh? No, no. I, I, I do love me some quantum leap though. I haven't watched that new one yet. Is it good? I haven't. I don't know. Talking about the old one? I'm done. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the old one. Oh, boy. Yeah. That was a good show. Damn good show. It was fun. That was a classic 80s or early 90s. I can't remember when it was. But it feels like 80s. I actually had an idea for this past season of No Holds Barred to, to do a Quantum Leap thing. I didn't end up pulling the trigger. I think time travel is where you need to go. I, that would be great. I mean, I, 
I thought it would have been a fun episode. I mean, I wasn't actually going to time travel, but the whole thing was going to be Bill arguing that like Bane needs to quantum leap into him. <laughs> and it's like, I never ended up doing that episode, but I was like, damn, that would be such a funny episode. That would be fun. Um, I was listening to your Halloween spook show the other day. I'm a little bit behind on that show, dude, that I, like, it's weird. Cause no holds barred. Cause I mean, I'm, I know what you're doing, I guess, like to peel the curtain back. But when uh, freaking Tyler got locked in the closet, I was laughing yeah. my ass off. That shit was hilarious. I forgot what happened in that episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, uh, <laughs> I like that. It's weird. Like Bill has become like probably the second smartest person on the show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which is like, it's weird. It's like a Jim Cornette once said, Ole Anderson told him, like, you know, Cornette, I used to think you were absolutely worthless. Mm-hmm. Then we hired people here that are worse than you. So you got better without doing anything. Yeah. That's kind of what happened with Bill. You yeah. know, he was the absolute worst. And then he became smarter because everyone else is so stupid. Yeah. The the greatest thing about that show is like the, the character that's me was like, was like the intelligent one between him and Bill. And then Zelly came along. So I got to be dumb and Zelly became the smart one. And then, Tyler comes along and now it goes like Zelly. Then me and Bill kind of like go back and forth between who's smarter than who. And then it's Tyler's like way, way down there. Way far. I mean, yeah. Once he, uh, once he had that vocal surgery, they they just, it really messed him up, man. (laughs) Fun stuff. Fun stuff. But yeah, new year's man. Like, what do you think of the new year's holiday? Like new year's Eve staying up till midnight, just so the, you know, that was, that used to be a fun one for me, but it's not anymore. Like I used to like when the kids were younger, I used to make all kinds of like snack foods and stuff for them. So we could just junk out and pig out all night. But like now that they're older, they don't really care to do that anymore. It's, it's it's a weird, uh, it's a weird holiday too, where it's Mm -hmm. like, eh, you know? Yeah. Like I used to make like little smokies for them. I used to make like check, like a big old thing of checks mix for them. Snow smokies. Chips Um, and Rotel is a good. Well, I used to do like a, we used to do Rotel with chili in it. Oh my god! Yeah, that was that was what we did there, and then um, there was some other little. Um, I did like a cheese ball. Cheese balls are great. Um, my sister actually got the recipe from my aunt, who makes a great cheese ball, mm-hmm. and my niece actually made one the other day yeah. for uh, well, actually for Thanksgiving as a little appetizer. Dude, it was so good. Yeah, amazing. Love cheese balls, man. I could sit there and eat it with a spoon. Oh, it's so, so like, good. Don't even need no cracker. Just give me that <laughs> daggum spoon. That's good stuff. Uh, I want to throw a curveball at you because I don't know if you know about this. Super 7 announced they've officially acquired the Office line. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know about that, actually. Yeah, and they're making, they're starting off, they're not doing the ultimate figures, at least not yet anyway. They're doing a um, a series of reaction figures that's based off Threat Level Midnight. Amazing. It's like Michael Scarn and mm-hmm. was it Cherokee Jack, isn't that his name? Yes. Yeah. 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 So kind of a fun idea. Yeah. What do you think about that of like office? I don't want to say toys, but collectibles. Cause we've seen a little bit with Funko and a couple other companies, but yeah, I dig that. I think that's cool. And, and good for like, especially guys like Creed. You yeah. Know? Like good for him to get a figure. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I mean, golden face gym is fun, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. I, I thought stuff like that would be a fun thing. Funko did great with the office. I thought, I thought they just came up with so many. It was hard to keep up with. Yeah, it was very, that, that's, Funko's problem with everything yeah, is they they're so good about releasing like literally every iteration. Well, there were six gems before they made Oscar. Right. It's like, okay. You know what I mean? I was just like, I would rather you just make all the main people. That's what they should have done was make the whole cast and then branch. Right. And then like do, do the whole cast where like three waves or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then do a wave of like all weird people like golden face, Jim, Dwight is recyclops, you know, like then you can do all the weird stuff, but like start with like, let's do the originals first. Yeah. 
Do you think if Super 7 did Ultimates, I know that's probably not something you'd dive into because they are expensive, but do you think that would be a, a thing people would be into? I think it's got to be one of those things where like people outside of the collecting game know. You know what I mean? Like Because I think, because again, you have to be an action figure collector and a fan of The Office. And like, how right. many of those are there? That's true. Good point. And so, but I mean, obviously, Funko is doing well. So there's something to be said there. Well, Stu Funko is really cheap. And that's, that, that's, a, that's a casual person's collection. You know, I mean, unless you're dealing with the exclusives. Well, and that thing is with, with Super 7 that, you know, they have a multitude of like accessories. So you get like the, the jello mold with the stapler, yep. you know, the world's best boss mug. Yep. I mean, there's so many things that they could do. I think a, a great accessory for Michael would be the paper mache head. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, just that you could add to it. You know, there's so there's a lot of ways that they could do it. I think Dwight having the m- multiple heads of like all the people he disguises himself as would be hilarious. So there's there's fun possibilities for it, but I don't know if that would be something people would be into. It's kind of hard to say, I guess. Yeah. Like you said, it would ha- you'd have to be an action figure fan and a fan of The Office. But obviously, I mean, they thought it was good enough to do a reaction figure. So if those do yeah. well, that's definitely possible. Absolutely. Um, you still watch The Office every day? Uh, so right at the moment, what I do is uh, I, I have, I don't watch it every day, uh, but like I'll go through, I have three shows that I've been cycling like one, two, and three, just like every night I'll go to a different one. Friends and Seinfeld, the other two? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I'll do The Office, Everybody Loves Raymond, and King of Queens. So, you know what? I've never really watched Everybody Loves Raymond all the way through. Such a good show. I've always enjoyed it. King of Queens I love. Love King of Queens. Uh, that show is hilarious. Arthur is one of the greatest characters of all time. One of my favorite scenes that they were in is um, Doug was trying to call someone. Like a like a Arthur food. and Arthur got it on the phone. <laughs> no, 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 it, no. It was uh, he was trying to call like a pizza place. Okay, he's like, all right, what's the number, Arthur? He's like two, four. Oh yeah, teen. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I already touched the four. Well, whose thoughts that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh, that's a great show. I know it's uh, that's a show that I feel like I could watch like every day too. You know, I don't even know if I've watched the whole series of that. It's on Peacock, right? Yep, it's really good all the way through too. I mean. um, and you know what's funny is, so growing up, and this is going to get like slightly misogynistic, so bustle, buckle up. But um, buckle in, folks. Bu- buckle in. But like I, I always thought when Carrie gained a little weight, like in the later seasons, I remember you when I was younger, I used to not think she was that attractive. But like now, as I'm older, it's funny to me how like my tastes have changed because like I think she is like smoking hot when she's a little thicker mm-hmm. in that show. And it's just funny to me because I remember thinking like, like when I was younger, I remember you used to think like, damn, she's, she got really big there for a little while. Yeah. But like now it's like, she looks pretty damn good. Kind of big. Like, <laughs> well, I always, it's weird because when she was on that show, I remember her from the say by the bell. Yeah. Like the beach episodes. I just, I think she's a smoke show. Like no yeah. matter what weight she's at, she's like hot and she's still attractive. She's very attractive for, for her age. Yeah. You know? Um, I remember in episode two, uh, Doug's buddy Deacon, you know, the mm-hmm. big dude that he works with. They were. Um, he was in another show just recently that I watched. I can't remember what it was. Now. He's one of those guys. I don't really know him from anything else besides that show, but mm-hmm. he's hilarious on there. But I remember he was talking to him at work. He's like, hey, Carrie might put on a few pounds. He goes, well, no, I couldn't tell. Normally she's standing behind you. Right. He goes, I realize I'm fat. That's not the issue. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh, good. I wouldn't have to break that to you. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a great show. But yeah, Everybody Loves Raymond. That's another one I, I just really haven't watched a lot of, but I've always enjoyed it when I watched it. That That's one of those shows, and actually Steph brought this up to me like 
she because she mentioned this about that show and King of Queens. She was like, "How is it ever okay for like women to talk to men like that? Like the way the way they just like totally demean them throughout the entire show." Have you noticed that? Because I've never re- talking about I'm, King of Queens that everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, like the wives on there, like the entire premise of the show is that they just the guys are stupid. They talk down to the guys, and it's like. Like the guys are almost afraid of their wives instead of it being like an equal partnership. Yeah. I think that's just because that's how the perceived thought was. Women ruled, ruled the house. Well, I think it's, I think it makes for comedy, right? Sure. Like it makes for the comedic timing where like, or the comedic value. Whereas like if, if they like were just both of them were equal partnership, it wouldn't really, where's the comedy at in that? Well, yeah. If everyone and, got along, like it'd be like, I don't know if if Kevin went you know went to the police station or the cop got there and called his parents everything would have been fine. Well, exactly at home alone, but the whole point was, and even at the end of the movie, he calls from upstairs, so the phone line was fixed at right. least to that point. So something happened, you know. But I don't right. know. It's just, but like you said, like even I saw a meme one time. It was like Home Alone in 2020, and it was like, "Sorry, Kevin, we left you at home. Yeah, we're on our way back. Okay, right." That's that's the movie. Yeah, it's it. It's over. So yeah, yeah, you have to have the conflict, right? Because that's the whole point of the show, right? And but even even like if the roles were reversed and like the the wives were the dumb ones and the men were the, the talking down to the it wives, wouldn't work. Wouldn't work because my god, like, right? Because now that's just sad, right? That's now just like, like a scary an, situation, an abusive household, right? And so it's just it's it's interesting in it was interesting how she brought that up and she was like, that just seems so wrong. Like how bad they talk to talk yeah. to the guys. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it's funny because they end up always making up at the end. You know what but I mean? That's the whole point, right? It's right. like the full house ending. Like, right. The kid does something stupid and then they learn their lesson and they hug it out. Right? right. It's not, it's not like they end the show with her just slapping the shit out of Raymond. And you know what I mean? Like everybody laughs. Like it's, they end up making up and having a good time. And well, and like King of Queens, I haven't watched it in a long time, but usually it's like Doug does something kind of stupid. Yep. She calls him on it. And then like, you know, and she's they mean. Make yeah, she is like, she's mean, but like they, but also in that relationship, if you look at those two, it's like, she could do better. He couldn't. Right. And I think maybe that's part of the dynamic there. Yeah. But like, it's also one of those things where like, I, part of me feels like he could do better. You know what I mean? Like, I've always kind of felt that, like... Because of his personality? Physically, like, maybe, like, like he did good, but, like, he could probably find someone equally as attractive who's also nice, because in my experience growing up, women are less caring about looks than men are. Sure. And so, like... Well, that's a good point. Hot women will go for ugly guys. If they have a good personality. If they're cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, that's just... that. That's... God bless you, women. You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> but I think you're right though with the whole like the comedy shtick, right? Like if if Steve Carell wasn't a total like idiot, is The Office funny? Right. You know, like because a lot of the stuff he does, if Dwight's not, bad. <laughs> if, yeah, right. If Dwight's not like a you know whatever, if Jim's not messing with him, there's no dynamic there, right? What makes you watch the show, right? Because I mean, realistically speaking there's some weird people you work with, but not like, if you look at that, a eclectic group of people, there's some weirdos. Yeah. It, but that's what makes the show work is it's, it's so completely outlandish, but it's funny yeah. at the same time. So that's an interesting point though. I never would have thought about that. Yeah. I didn't think about it either until she brought it up. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing too with, with television though, is like, that's, we want to escape reality. 
Yep. Like if it was just a man and a woman and it's just them living a suburban life and it's just. I don't need to watch a boring reality show. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, that's just like, oh. I want it to be exaggerated. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like speaking, of, you know, what's another good show uh, that's new is uh, Blockbuster or last Blockbuster or whatever. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. It's on it's Netflix. Really good. It's it's short. Like it's only like I thought it was like eight to ten episodes, but and they're all like 25, 30 minutes. But really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I forgot that that was up. I need to watch that because I thought because it's it's like a sitcom, right? Yeah. But it's based off them working in Blockbuster. Yeah, they're in the last Blockbuster, and so it's yeah, it's really good. That's kind of a fun idea. There was a documentary called The Last Blockbuster. Yeah, that I, came out a year or two ago. Did you ever watch that? I did. Uh, yeah. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, that like they were still trying to like you know, keep it going. And I'm just like, man, I feel like this is a, I don't know. Like I would have thrown in the towel. I think it's a, I, I think it's one of those things. Like if we had one that was actually the brand name blockbuster, I probably support it a little bit. Someone brought this up too. And I, I'd like to get your thoughts here. They're like, it's, we don't like blockbuster. It just, everyone thinks that. Cause that's like the chain blockbuster put all the mom and pop video shops out of business oh yeah but also too if pop and go video was still around i'd want to support it now that well that and that's that's a very good point too if we had a local person doing it i would i would want to check it out but also but it's like you have no reason to go that's just it is like there are so many people who would see that because it'd be on all the community pages on facebook and everything there's so many people who would see that and post on the community page and people would laugh at it Right, because, because why, like, why do you why? need it? You don't need this anymore. I'll stick to my Netflix and Hulu. Thank you very much. So I have a Blockbuster shirt that I bought from Homage, mm-hmm. and it's just their logo. And I, just, I think they have a cool logo. Yeah. That's kind of why I, I bought it. And it's just ironic. Like, hey, Blockbuster. You know, like, right. welcome to the 90s. I was wearing that at a theme park in Florida over yeah. the summer. And this guy's, you know, like the line, like, you'll hear, and then other people come on the other side, so they're, like, face-to-face with you. But you're like, three, four feet apart. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, that's a good shirt. <laughs> I was like, thanks, man. He goes, certainly rather have that back than Netflix right now. Like, yeah, man. Just, you know, old school. Yeah. Damn streaming services. Bullshit. <laughs> he just keeps going. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like, you, like you could, like no streaming services for me in 2023, <laughs> but like you can't like not do it. Right. Right. I mean, well, that's like, that's like what's funny about the blockbuster series being on Netflix. Right. right. It's, it's so ironic. It's, it's kind of like, it, I mean, this is not, it's not equivalent, but it's kind of equivalent to like saying like those damn grocery stores. Well, yeah. Putting, putting all those, uh, people out of business who want to grow their own tomatoes <laughs> you know? the farmer's market yeah right. it's like well you can still grow your own tomatoes bud it's just no one's gonna do it mm. i remember there was a family video in sepulpa you know which people listening don't know ethan would know you know sepulpa family but, video is that what you said yeah. yeah and it was still open up to like two years ago right because i remember like on their sign outside it would have like joker movies that were recent and i'm like wow yeah but again i'm like i have no reason to go in there All right but I saw, I went by probably about a year ago because my niece was playing, she was cheering at a football game there and I drove by it and it was shut down and I'm like, well, there you go. Yeah. It's just, it's it's weird. Like part of, and I think that's the whole thing with, excuse me, video stores. The concept is great because mm-hmm. that's what we remember. Yeah. But realistically, like we don't need those anymore. 
here's what I really enjoyed about those places is not the movies themselves, not getting the movies themselves, but like everything. The atmosphere. The atmosphere and like the big tubs of popcorn that you could buy and yeah. take home. You know what I mean? That was like five bucks, I think, but it was like one big. T- it was like a movie theater popcorn tub, but you and would like, like you'd mic- and it, yeah, it was you would microwave it in there. Yeah, they had the candy. Like, yeah, like all the posters up. It was always a cool thing. to it see. It was a cool place. So I I think maybe if they just took that thing and made it into a store, like just the movie snack store or something like that. Yeah, like that shit would be cool to me. Well, and then like they would have the book of like upcoming releases. And why aren't there any candy stores now? Other well, than the ones in the mall. Well, there's Rocket Fizz. That's a candy store. Yeah, that's different, though. Yeah, but I mean, I think profits is the big issue. Yeah, like, I mean, stupid profits. I mean, that's got to be why. I mean, but like I was. I want a store like Wonka, like that old candy store in the Wonka movies. Oh, dude. That's, that store is awesome. You can't tell me that store isn't awesome. What's great. You know what's funny about that is I don't know if you've watched Willy Wonka recently. I haven't. But like, you know, Charlie finds that money mm-hmm. or he has money and then he finds more money. And uh, he's like, I'll take a Wonka. He's like, I try a scrumdiddly umptious bar. And he goes, okay. And he's like eating it because, you know, the kid's starving because he has no food. He's eating like right. s- cabbage water or whatever. And the guy's like, it's <clears throat> yeah. just real serious look on his face. And he pays him and he like smiles at him. Yeah. I'm like, what a weirdo. I know. Dude, so speaking of that, the golden ticket reminded me of the office's golden ticket idea. Yes. Episode. Have you seen the Pepsi documentary that just recently came out where they basically had a golden ticket idea? It's a jet, right? I remember I want to watch that. I haven't seen. I don't, I don't remember that. Right. I, I, I I don't really remember the lawsuit, but I remember that commercial because I remember the teenage kid who like, like drove it and they play it numerous times, but it like totally jogged my memory. It was like, sure beats the bus. And he like lands in that jet. Like right in front of the school, and I was like, I totally remember that commercial. That is nuts. Well, but, it's kind of like McDonald's doing the the Monopoly. Yeah. Did anyone ever win the million? You know, like right. Probably not. Well, have you seen the documentary on that? No, I haven't. That was like basically ran by the mob. I'm not surprised. <laughs> like, the, there was like a mob who somehow like got control of that whole McDonald's like Monopoly thing, and it, makes it, sense. It was wild. Yeah. That 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 was a cool ass documentary. When I found that out, I was like, "That's badass." I need to check that out. I uh, I remember we had a thing when I worked at Chili's, and I'm sure you guys have seen it if you've ever gone out to eat a time in your life where they try to get you to do a survey. Oh yeah, and no one wants to do the freaking surveys. I've never in my life been like, "Man, I really wish this place would give me a survey." That would be a lot of fun. I think they're bullshit, and I'm sure yeah. people listening to this work in a in a field where that's a necessary thing and it sucks. I think it's stupid, but anyway. So the survey was, if they do this survey, they are entered into a chance to win $1,000. Oh, yeah. A daily winner is chosen. Mm-hmm. And so we were at a big meeting, and I, you know, I was like, I don't think I was signed yet, but I knew I was like on my way out. Like I had gotten word like, yeah, they're probably going to pick you up. But they without directly saying it. So I kind of knew I was on my way out, so I might give a fucks. So we're way low. Oh, yeah. And so we're at this meeting, and she was like, this manager we had was basically like, you know, I'm Chili's gives away all this money and you guys aren't pushing it. And, you know, I think your customers are going to be angry with you if they missed that opportunity to win, like really laying it on thick. And it's like, so I raised my hand. I was like, are you telling me Chili's gives away $365,000 a year, 366 on leap year, just randomly? Yeah. And I'm like, I have not met or heard of a single person who's ever won this. Yeah. Which that gets the chuckles. She goes, well, people win it all the time. And I'm like, 
do you make that a year? <laughs> because I knew she didn't. Well, no. And I was like, then you should probably ask for a raise. If they're just giving away 365000 a year, right? I think you should ask for a raise. Yeah. And she was just like, that's not the point. You know, she was just trying to like, we just need to, we just need to do surveys because, you know, basically corporate's coming down on her and she's trying to make us all do it. But I'm like, no one's won that shit. Like, do you think anyone has ever won $1,000 from Chili's? Dude, if I won $1,000 from a restaurant, I'm screaming that at the top of a mountain. Oh, yeah. Like, holy shit. Telling everybody. Yeah. I have never heard of anyone winning that shit ever in my life. Nope. I did a. I did a survey for Walmart not too long ago because they, they told me that I'd be like entered into like a thousand dollar like gift card or whatever. And I was yeah. like, yeah, Christmas is coming up. Why not take a chance? Like, but then they said like, there's also like hundreds of other prizes for doing it. And I didn't get anything. Of course. Like, you know, it's like, so that was a waste of my time. Like, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> couldn't, the even, th- couldn't even get like a little like $20 percent off of my <laughs> next trip or something like that. Well, I, the only ones that I honestly will fill out if it's like, Hey, Burger King, get a free Whopper. Like guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll do because it's like, like Panda, they give you like a free entree if you do the survey. I right. Yeah. So that's a hundred percent worth it because yeah. they will actually give you right. food as opposed to basically like the, all these corporations. And I know we, we kind of talked about corporations yesterday, but I think that's the whole purpose, right? Oh yeah. They're straight up lying to you. Yeah. It's bullshit. And like, we know it's bullshit, but it's like no one, I guess can prove that they don't do this. Right. It's kind of like Jim Cornette's whole phrase. Wouldn't you know who won the pony, which promoters like, Hey, we're going to give away a pony right. to one lucky winner. And it happens to be his, his nephew, big shocker. Right. You know? So I don't know. It's just, it's a, uh, such a bullshit thing, but I'm like, yeah, I really don't think Chili's gives away $365,000 a year. Hell no, they don't. I mean, do you know how much money that would be like on yeah. your bottom line, just like, for someone filling out a survey. Yeah. It's like almost half a billion or half a million. Like yeah. a year, like they ain't doing that. Well, I also know they don't because I felt filled out many of those myself <laughs> for Mayhem's. My That's buddy why Mayhem. you were so mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I got a talking to because I didn't have any because I just didn't tell anybody. Right. My thought was like, I'm here to make money. I'm here to wrestle. I don't give a shit about this place. I'm just trying to you know make money to leave. And uh, I didn't have any. They called him Jim Guest Experience Measurement or some shit like that. We call him, we call him Goodwills at mine. Yeah, same yeah. same shit. Same and uh, I didn't really have any, and so I came in one day and my schedule was like shitty. Like all my all my um, shifts were like bad shifts. Mm-hmm. And the manager basically said like, "We well, need to get more comments." I'm like, oh, that's the issue. Okay, so I took all my cash tickets. Because I knew they couldn't trace that, even though they, she's like, we can trace those. I'm like, really? You can trace it? Are you yeah. working for NASA? Right. You know, like, bullshit. You're working for the freaking CIA over here. Like, it's a it's a computer. Come on. Right. And so I, I, I took all the cash tickets just to be safe, went to Mayhem's computer, and I, and I, I wrote out the longest, like, comment that I could. I put over the food. I put over the service. And I slightly trash management in all of them. Yeah. Because I knew like managers have things they're supposed to do. Right. None of them would do it, but they were like supposed to go talk to every table. They call it a table touch. Yeah. So if you ever had a manager come up to you and talk to you for three seconds, that's what that is. That's yeah. a table touch. So I always would point like, you know, we go to some of the restaurants like Outback or Applebee's because they're on the same street. And, you know, usually the manager comes over and kind of checks on us to make sure we're doing okay. It would be nice to have that same experience at Chili's. <laughs> because <laughs> i knew all the shit that they wanted and all the shit they were looking for so it's like if you're gonna fuck with me right i'm gonna make your life a damn living hell yeah and i did and it was awesome that's amazing like the next week i like 
<laughs> five freaking comments, all of them a paragraph. And like they, they had to know I did it, but right. that's the point, you know. You're right. And I, yeah, I entered Mayhem's email address and he never won $1,000. So, bastards. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's just it's funny how it goes. But yeah, man, uh, 2023. What do you expect? Anything crazy this year? Dude, I, you know, I honestly don't know, man. Like, I don't. I don't expect anything crazy, but like, I feel like we have been living in very crazy times. Yeah. Uh, uh, past several years. And so like, I almost feel like, so there's this theory that, uh, we like, you know, it's kind of like based around the simulation theory Mm -hmm. that we all actually died in 2012. You remember the 2012 Mayan calendar thing? Oh yeah. And that that was all actually true, and we all, all actually died in 2012, and then we're living in an alternate reality I, that we don't realize. Yeah, and or like some kind of simulation or something like that, and like that. I feel like part of that would kind of make sense because of just how like chaotic everything has felt over the last several years. Yeah, and um, and I, so I, it's like I, like I almost kind of like feel like uh, what's what could be next. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we've already already had lots of crazy shit happen. That's true. I feel like I don't I honestly think you say that like what happened crazy post or pre 2012 besides like 9/11. I don't know if there's a whole lot of like That's what I'm saying like it's it's, it's like it's pretty low key stuff. It got wild after 2012. It did. That's true. You know what I mean? So it's kind of it's kind of weird to think about. Now you say that, you're right. Yeah. So it's it's a like I I never go all in on conspiracy theories cuz that's they are what they are. They're conspiracy theories. I think there's, I mean, it's like, also not dangerous. It's, it's fun to read about them. But like when I hear something like that, that like, it's like, yeah, that kind of tracks, you know, like that seems plausible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and so especially like knowing the technology that like scientists and stuff like that have, like, especially when we talk about that CERN little shit that they mess around with, with the black matter and all that crap. It's like, man, who knows? Who knows? What could be going on? I I, don't know a damn thing. Bane don't know shit. I'm some schmuck from Tulsa. He don't know shit, cry baby. Still one of the best. I love Sid. Dude, Sid's the best. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Sid is my favorite of all time. I love that guy. Can we do this again? We're live, pal. (laughs) You have, or I have half the brain that you do. Ah, so so good. But uh, we're not going to do a real long episode today. We just wanted to kind of give everyone a, a little happy New Year's. A little mini episode, and then uh, we're going to take a little break ski. Um, Well, this will air normal time for you, but then we're going to break until 2023, man. Yeah, so we we got like, hell, this is probably going to be one of the longest breaks we've ever had. It'll be good, though. Yeah, because it's February. February. It's December 9th as we record this, so that's damn near three weeks of breaking. Three weeks of breaking. I dig it. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good to recharge the batteries, I think. Hell yeah. So, yeah, that'll be good stuff. Um, but thank you guys for uh, supporting us all year. Hopefully 2023 will be awesome, and we'll uh, kind of probably keep the same format. I think everyone seems to be enjoying it where we just kind of talk about whatever, you know, and we'll throw a little wrestling here and there if it's if it's plausible or whatever it might be, like random stuff I think is fun to talk Royal, about. About to be Royal Rumble season. Yeah, Royal Rumble is always a fun one every oh, yeah, year. It it's one of my favorite pay-per-views, so. Yeah. Big prediction is uh, the Rock or Cody Rhodes. You think either of them might do it? I don't know, but man, like so they've uh, they're really teasing the bloodline breakup right now, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people were originally talking Sammy. Like now, people are starting to think Solo is going to be doing the split, and 
I, I mean, I don't, me personally, I don't think they should split now. I don't think there's enough time to build. Between now and, and WrestleMania? Yeah, I think I think the split happens at Mania, and Cody gets the win because of it. That's yeah. what I think. Well, that there's talk of doing happening. Cody one night, Rock the other night. Yeah. Like, that would be kind of cool, actually. Like Roman retains against The Rock but loses to Cody. And maybe, well, yeah, maybe just one of the belts. You know, right. Because he could still hold the other because he has two. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I feel like they need to split the titles again, or they need to just create new titles and have one. Yeah, I was. I think they were just trying to make Roman this unstoppable, unstoppable champion. And what's weird is I think the thought was like they wanted to build him up to beat the Rock, right? It's just like, okay, well then what? You know, like what do you do after that? So that's the hard part. I think you'd almost have to do the Rock on night one. Then that's what I think they're thinking, and then do Cody on night two. Yeah, but then again, it's like how do you not have the Rock on night two? You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like it feels like the Rock needs to be night two because that's the main event of main events, right? But, like, also, too, they've done a really good job of having the women main event one night as well. Mm -hmm. And so if Roman well, not, main events Not this both, last year, they didn't. Do they not? No, because uh, Stone Cold and Kevin Owens main event in night one. You're right. And then Roman and uh, Brock main event in night two. You're right. Yep. Bianca and Sasha did the year before, though. Yes. Again, I think with that, uh, you know, I think, women main event, if it makes sense, if, if but not if it doesn't. I, well, I just I think the main event should just make sense. It should yeah. be like wh whoever's got the big story that year. And honestly, if you have the Rock and Roman, and if it's not the last match of night two, like how do you not do that? Like that's right. there's no way right. that would happen, you know. So, yeah. but and honestly, I think it'd be fine if he lost to Cody on night one and lost one of the titles, and then like still retain still retained over the Rock. You know why not? Yeah, because yeah, I mean it is a day later. So yeah, that'd be cool. But. uh we appreciate you guys checking it out. Hope you guys have a great new year, and we will see you in 2023. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in 2023. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up, because this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as I hang over. I'm super fly so I can splash off the top. And I can shut down the shop. Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop. And I'm always gonna rise to the top. People's champ like the rock. I do not give a fox or let that shit drop. Man, I'm so over. Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty Good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I take it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.